Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. God of War may not be out yet, but it's getting pretty good reviews. And I have a long weekend next weekend. What's next week? Uh, the 11th, which I believe is Friday, is uh, Veterans Day. So, Oh, literally, like, you have a long weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said it in a way where I was thinking your weekend was going to be, like, painful. No, not painful. Exciting, because I'm going to play God of War all weekend. I thought about taking a day or two off and just being like, I'm going to play this game. But, oh, 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 Matt playing a game? I mean, I have, to, I have to play it. It'll be the first game I've played in a very long time. This year? This year, yeah, probably. Oh, it's scary. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> That's a terrifying thought. Stay tuned to the Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interests. Like, believe it or not. Believe it. Some new releases. Are they out here? Yeah, they are. Aha, suck it, nerd. Here's an update. Number one. Never experienced this before. I know. What's it like? It's not sensation. (laughs) Number one, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga Galactic Edition. Didn't this game just come out? Galactic Edition. Okay. It's got galactics in it. Yeah, whatever that means. Also wondering that. Chewie has more fur now. I have this game. You do have that game. I played we it. Ha- we have played that game. Played it for like uh, an hour or two. You played it for like an hour and a half with me, I think. As we just ran around Tatooine not knowing what we were yeah, doing. Yeah, so uh, probably two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about ten minutes after you left, and then I, I turned it off. Well, I became overwhelmingly crushed by the sheer amount of shit there was there in that was game. so much shit in that game and we were playing the new stuff we hadn't even bothered to go back and do the ones we knew and loved <clears throat> i know it's 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 too much for one man thanksgiving plans and star wars <laughs> uh number two the chant for pc playstation and xbox what do you think the chant is uh i'm gonna guess it's something uh like thriller horror ask what do you think they chant um something racist probably okay all right well number (laughs) three 
I was liking the idea that they chant big booty bitches. Big booty bitches. I was trying to think of like a creepy chant, but I couldn't. So I was just like, oh, it's I fun. thought you were going to start doing throat singing. Like from from like Hellblade. Hellblade yeah. yeah. Where's Hellblade 2? You, you know, know what? what? You, know, you know what I mean? These are good questions. Where's fucking the fall, 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 uh, the Fable remake? Well, let's be honest. <laughs> that one's where it belongs. Oh, my God. <laughs> In the dumpster fire. <laughs> Number three, Die by the Blade. PC, PlayStation, Xbox. Number four, the Entropy Center. For the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number five. From Space for the PC and Switch. Number six, Horse Tales, Emerald Valley Ranch for the PC, PlayStation, and Switch. Sounds like something Funhouse would play. That's true. Number seven, How to Say Goodbye for the PC. Number eight, King's Hunt for the PC. Number nine, Outshine for the PC. Number ten, Roboco for the PC. Number eleven, WRC Generations for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Get a little vroom vroom. Little slide slide. Just shake your room. Number 12, Eterna Noctis for the Switch. Number 13, Harvestella for the PC and Switch. And number 14, It Takes Two made its way to the Switch. It Takes Two. You know, we had Stadia, RIP. Normally in this list sometimes. Yes. But when do we get the Steam Deck in this list? You know what I mean? I mean, I think that's the beauty of the Steam Deck is it doesn't need a special. Mm. So you're saying it's a good idea. I Yeah. So naturally it'll crash and burn. Actually, I think this one's doing well. I think it's I think it's doing really well. Like. Do you know like anyone that not... got one yet? Or Yes. How'd they like it? Uh, Have he... you fondled it? No. Oh. Not yet. Okay. Uh, I believe he had to RMA his first one. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> uh, but the cycle, I, I believe he got it back, and it's been fine ever since. Um, it was do, it was fine, but it was running into issues on one specific game. He could run other games absolutely fine, and then that game, even though it was verified and everything for Steam Deck, it was mm-hmm. causing, it was crashing the thing. Interesting. So he sent it back, it came back, it was all good, and it's been fine since. Interesting. Some weird, like, memory instability or something. Yeah, no idea. But, uh, likes it. Good. I'm like, hey, as long as you like it, cool. I still don't have a reason for it. Yeah, it's one of those things. I appreciate it. I wish I had a reason for it. So, his reason for it. Okay. This goes to the whole joke. I'm curious. It fits. It applies to you, in a way. I'm bi-curious. Okay, all right. Hey, what's up? (laughs) The, uh, his... The whole joke between me, him, and a couple other people at work is whether or not we have customers at home. Popular guy over here. He's got multiple people that he has jokes with at work. Listen. (laughs) I socialize. It's wild. It's a wild concept. Because then I come home and don't do it at all. That's true. That's (laughs) a fair point. It's a fair point. I get my people fill in, and then I say, never again, don't let me see you ever. Yeah. I shut that part of my life at 5 o'clock. I'll reopen it again tomorrow. But the... Uh, they, we have, they have what we call customers at home. Okay. I have no customers because Max does not get to dictate what media I am playing at any given point. 
customers. I, I enjoy that. But customers are, you know, their clientele, wives and children. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they hey. provide a service, yeah. a dad service, perhaps. They provide the dad service of like, hey, I want to watch this show. All right, I'll download it, you know, yada, yada. So like when we're talking movies or whatever, I'm like, I've got X amount, but they are downloading like whole seasons of shows because, yeah. you know, so-and-so wants to watch it or whatever. Yeah. And then it comes to the point where it's like, well, I want to play games, but I don't want to be, you know, downstairs blasting whatever, or, you know, I'll just be like, I'm in bed. I pull out my Steam Deck, have my headphones on, and I'm just still playing games. It's not a, you know. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's how he gets around some stuff. And I'm like, I, I understand that. I don't have that issue. I, if I want to play games, I'll just go lay on the couch naked and play Gran Turismo. Feel the controller vibrate on my penis. <laughs> you know, whatever you're into. <laughs> I couldn't even finish the joke. Because <laughs> I, I play with a wheel. Sure, Nate. Joe. I play, I play Gran Turismo with a wheel, though. Okay, and if I ever touch that wheel, I'm going to fucking need a Clorox wipe. Why? I don't know what you do. I don't know if you have the wheel spinning and just hitting your nutsack like a doop, 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 or You've doing something weird both. like that. That's fair. <laughs> I want to see how far I can push that uh, joke. Joke? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm like, I, I like the sentiment, but I... Like that's that's his thing. Like that's why he gets headphones so he can play. He'll play. He switch. He mostly plays it portable, so you just play it in bed and not bother anybody or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I get it. It's just not like for me. It's not a thing. Yeah. Time is not a thing, fortunately. It's an illusion. It is an illusion. It, and it's made, not even that. You know what? That's not even true. Because like it's Aiden, made up by the government. Okay. There it is. I have, like, probably two or three hours at the end of the day that I could, like, play games in, but by that point, I'm so, like, drained that I just want to, like, lay on the couch and cry and watch something mindless. There, Oh, you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> because, minus the cry part, there are multiple instances of me coming home, putting on YouTube to something specifically I have already watched, and going, man, that's really... <laughs> and then just sleeping for, like, two hours on accident. Yeah. Oh man, you want you want odds or evens? Uh, I'll do odds. All right, there it is, folks. Keep them on his toes. Never let him know your next move. I'm gonna do evens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I told you. I literally told you exactly what I was gonna do as I did it. You Number one. You should have seen, seen it coming. <laughs> an unknown retailer has started selling sony santa monica's god of war ragnarok two weeks before its release date leading the studio to release a statement trying to control the damage over the weekend significant spoilers for the title started to appear online with creative director cory barlog initially being the one expressing his frustration on twitter saying quote a retailer selling the game nearly two weeks before release just disappointing end quote so here's Here's my quick thing. Yes. I understand why they're not naming the person because they don't want more people to go buy it. It's, yeah. But when you say a retailer, how can no one figure out who this is? I didn't even look to try. But like, obviously, people Honestly, know. I think there's more than one. 
I just I feel bad for them because isn't this this hasn't didn't this happen with the first one? Yeah. Or did the first one just leak? No, because the first one like kind of leaked, but after the whole their their whole reveal was the E three thing. Yeah. After that, I don't think they were too worried. Yep. So yeah, be uh, be careful on the interwebs. Don't want to come across any of those spoilers. I have avoided, and I will continue to avoid. Same, same, same. Attempt it, get blocked. Get fucked. Number two. Swedish Vita Giant Ikea. I think you just offended anyone who listens to this that might be Swedish. There's a couple of people, I think. Can I you apologize. Yeah, can you do the apology for me? I apologize. Um, Ikea is a great store. Great meatballs. Number two. Swedish retail giant Ikea has threatened legal action against me for that horrible accent. Exactly. They have also threatened legal action against a solo solo developer over the setting of his upcoming horror title uh, developed by Jacob Shaw. The Store is Closed is a co-op survival game that is currently in development and seeking funding on Kickstarter. The title is set in an infinite furniture store where players will need to craft weapons, and build fortifications to survive the night while they build towers to the sky to find a way out. Some press outlets likened the project to a horror game set in an Ikea store, which has prompted the retailer to issue a cease and desist letter to Shaw. He has 10 days to change the game and remove all indicia associated with the famous Ikea stores. Shaw is currently seeking legal advice, but told Kotaku he is also preparing to follow Ikea's demands. Quote, I was going to spend the last week of my Kickstarter preparing an update for all the new alpha testers, but now I've got to desperately revamp the entire look of the game so I don't get sued, end quote. Interesting. Make it a Walmart. Yeah, fuck it. Piss everybody off. (laughs) Target. You can't piss them off. Yeah, they will sue you too. Walmart they, would too, probably. Oh no, no Walmart. Walmart probably doesn't care, really. They would probably all sue you, but let's be fair. Target is a hellscape. Yeah. They'd be like, "Oh, it's a Target simulator." Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, I mean that's unfortunate because the it being an IKEA would just just sounds great. Yeah. Well, think about all the all the building materials you would have. Exactly. It's endless furniture. You build whatever you want. Exactly. Good food too, I guess. I don't know. I don't really eat there. Yeah, but every now and then you just go to the cafe. That's where you like heal up for the night. Yep. And you go back to building your fortifications. Exactly. They just make it look like not even look like IKEA, but just name it big box put together furniture store. Called Superstore. Ooh, perfect. Good show. So I've heard. Too close to home. There's kind of like a homage to it coming out on Netflix called Blockbuster. Interesting. I'll stick with Superstore. Okay. Because I already was getting, I mean, the little bit we watched together, but like I had watched seasons before that. It was like, just you, you watch it and you get a little bit of PTSD. Yeah, that's why I couldn't watch it. It's too close. It was. It was too real. It's like, oh my God, they actually have good writers. Yeah, it's too close to home. Um, I just put chapstick on my lips using my right hand, and it was the weirdest thing I've ever done. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm yeah. left-handed. Yeah, I'm, I forgot about I'm that. I'm disabled. Uh, 
<laughs> number oh, three. Oh no! What will ten percent of the population think? Uh, number Fucking three. Loser. <laughs> the recently announced EA Motive game based on Iron Man is just the beginning of Electronics Arts' partnership with Marvel. EA said it has a long-term deal with Marvel. Quote to develop at least three new action-adventure games that will be available for consoles and PC, end quote. Like Iron Man, the other games will be original stories set within the Marvel Universe. No details were provided provided for which characters those feature games, future games will feature. Jeez. You're doing so good. We're Story 3. As for Iron Man, development on that game is headed up by executive producer Oliver uh, Pro. Pro- Prulix, Prulix, from Guardians of the Galaxy, and fellow veteran and developer Ian Frazier from Star Wars Squadrons, and oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> Malin uh, Lumenu from Immortals: Phoenix Rising, and <laughs> what you got something to say, bro? No, it gets better. And JF Poirier uh, from Star Wars Squadrons as well. These names, man. I'm so bad at names. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even read that one when I did the double switch in the beginning because man, that's pretty rough. <laughs> the next one is uh the well the next odd is probably why you did the uh the double switch. No, I didn't even scroll down. Oh. I was kind of jazzed when you said odds because I was like, oh, it's those are the long ones. <laughs> Psych. Uh got me. I hope it's not an exclusive partnership. Which I don't believe it is. Um, I think I, it's strange for Disney to like kind of not want to not Disney not being thrilled with the EA partnership and then with and Star then do, Wars and then do it again. Yeah, with Marvel. Yeah, I, I don't. I I can't explain it either. That was my first thing of like, yeah, that backfired. You guys want to make more games? And it's like it, as long as they're not doing the exclusive thing because that was the worst part about the EA thing. Is that it was exclusive, so you couldn't actually get a good Star Wars game because EA held the license for it. Yeah, I mean, I you would hope, but if they are con- if they're already contracted for three games, that's like kind of crazy. Sure, but stuff like uh, Avengers wasn't theirs. Uh, oh, why am I blanking on the Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't theirs? No, and you know some other ones that are coming yeah. out aren't theirs. So it's like okay, your you're spreading the love and these are going to seem to be more single player, potentially storylines. So maybe it'll all be okay. But I'm curious if, what the, what the game plan is here. Because I hope that when we play Iron Man and when I say we play, we're not going to, but we're going to watch it get played. I hope when that happens, we immediately just see all of the old Anthem shit mm-hmm. getting reused. Yeah. I mean, that would be ideal. Um, That's probably how they won it. They went, we have Anthem that sucks, but we can make Iron Man out of it. Oh, Takes half not? the time. I'm wondering what Disney, Marvel, whatever you want to call them, whatever their game plan is here. Because they said of, of Star Wars, they wanted a Star Wars game coming out every six months. I'm like, are you are you just like... Money hungry? Yeah, it's like Disney just want to, like, they want like a new game. A Disney IP'd game out every three months or something. Sure. I have one called uh, Star Wars End War. Just remaster it. Thank you. That's all I need. 
Honestly, they could make a lot of money if they just went through and remastered all the Star old Star Wars games. Yeah, like full remaster them. Like remake, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Don't up-res. People, people would just eat them up like yeah. psychos. Don't touch anything, just remake them, and boom. Yeah. Free money. Free real estate. Number four, NetEase is taking some cues from Embracer Group, Tencent, and Netflix by expanding. NetEase Games has launched its newest game development studio, GP Track 50. The publisher said that the office will focus on creating and distributing new Chinese gaming entertainment worldwide. NetEase has also secured a minority stake in Swedish indie developer Liquid Swords. The Chinese firm has made an investment in the Stockholm-based studio, though the exact figure was not undis- was What? <laughs> was not disclosed. <laughs> by, by Robert I love Bergen. how... Okay, so let's back up. You, you read that word for word, but then <laughs> the previous sentence, you replaced Japanese with Chinese. I didn't replace that. You said Chinese. Is this a Chinese on yours? Yes, I didn't replace that. I'm talking about the sentence above it. Yeah, it says Japanese. Yeah. Yeah, what I read. Chinese. No, I read Japanese. You said Chinese. The publisher said they will focus on creating new Japanese gaming entertainment worldwide. Yeah. NetEase has also secured a minority stake in Swedish indie developer Liquid Swords. Yeah. The Chinese firm. You Never mind. Just continue reading. Okay. You, did you I s- double China? You did double China. Ah. <laughs> you can't double China. I'm already confused because why is China in Japan? What? Huh? They opened a Japanese studio, essentially. Oh, got you. Uh, though the exact figure was not undisclosed. So you fucking figure out what Matt wrote at any point here. <laughs> <laughs> Liquid Swords was founded in 2020 by Christopher Sundberg, best known as the founder of Avalanche Studios and director of the first Just Cause game. The studio is currently working on its debut project, an unannounced AAA open world title. Which, hey, if you got a guy that did Just Cause, pretty solid basis of an open world AAA title. Yep. Just Cause, not Just Cause. Yeah, exactly. Did I say Cause? <laughs> Oh, nice. It's it's a wonder it took them this long, because they're one of yeah they're like them and Tencent are the two yeah the two big big and Netties is not exactly tiny no. They're just like oh shit we can do that too they probably been getting like mad at Embracer Group or something like oh you guys just buying everything what's left for us <laughs> Guild Wars again yeah get on that I guess it's Arena Net but. Since we're on the topic, we got a quick roundup of new studios and acquisitions. Developer and publisher Frontier has acquired Canadian studio Complex Games for an undisclosed amount. Complex Games is the developer behind Warhammer 40,000 Chaos Gate Demon Hunters, or Daemon Hunters, or however you want to pronounce that. Launched via third-party label Frontier Foundry in May. A new studio has been formed by ex-Niantic staff with the aim of creating, quote, narrative games and short-form indie experiences, end quote. Uh, Bodeville was founded in uh, October by Alexia Flex Menville and Bo Bohogiason, uh, however the fuck you say his name, sorry, Bo. 
who previously worked together at Niantic on its upcoming location-based pet game, uh, Peridot. They also worked on uh, Pokemon Go and uh, Harry Potter Wizards Unite, or whatever the hell it was called. I mean, you're right. Uh, Build a Rocket Boy will open a new studio in France in 2023. The announcement didn't specify whether the new office will be focusing on a particular area, only that it's opening to, quote, accommodate the expanding needs of the global development team. I didn't think that was the name of the studio. Build a Rocket Boy? Yeah. I thought that was like the name of the game. These these studios are getting real wonky with their names. Yeah, they're just kind of fucking throwing sentences together and saying that's the name of the studio now. Yeah, yeah, basically. Game if audio- their if their first game is not Build a Rocket Boy, and is instead like Hello Kitty Hello Kitty Island Adventure, I'm losing my mind. There probably will be. It'll be something like fucking, I don't know, pizza or something. It'll be called pizza or some stupid. I don't fucking know. Uh, game audio services provider. Your creativity side. knows no bounds. It just... It'll be called pizza. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be called pizza. Uh, game audio services provider Side announced that its newest studio, Side Paris, will open in early 2023. Founded in 1997, the firm has offered services such as casting, studio recordings, and performance direction. Side has worked on titles such as Returnal, It Takes Two. And Dying Light 2 Stay Human. Splitgate maker 1047 Games announced that it's purchased anti-cheat software creator Equate. Uh, with the acquisition, the company's the game's company will be folded into 1047 Games, and its tech will become exclusive to the studio. Quote, acquiring Equate is a vital part of our anti-cheat strategy as we develop our next game. We take anti-cheat seriously. Having our own in-house solution that we can tweak in real time solely for our next game will, with a growing player base makes a lot of strategic sense. End quote. Netflix has announced yet another studio acquisition, bringing Cozy Grove and Alpha Bear developer uh, Spry Fox into the fold. The Seattle-based indie uh, becomes Netflix's sixth internal studio and its fourth acquisition since September 2021. I don't know what Alpha Bear is. But sounds name. gay. <laughs> uh Alpha Bear. That just needs to be somebody's nickname now. Ah, uh, Dewey's. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna love that he's gonna love that he's got a bear on his stomach that's true that's true that does make him the alpha bear and like yeah yeah i like it yeah i'm gonna change his name on my phone to alpha bear <laughs> alpha bear uh it's good stuff good stuff what other weird stuff was in here split split game buying uh making making a um sensible choice and buying an anti-cheat yeah company. pretty interesting it is an interesting for a split kid of all all people to be able to buy a yeah studio mm-hmm. and like you wouldn't for some reason that screams like super practical to me too like it seems like it was like that's a good decision right the, there's something about split gate specifically that when I watch ten forty seven games or like the game itself before that they said they're not doing anything more with it and yada yada I'm like, are you guys actually competent because that's scary, yeah. 
That's a, I, I remember us having this conversation being like, that's weirdly pragmatic. Like, like you guys are actually aware. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. See how it plays out. Yeah. Anyway, number six. Blizzard Albany's QA team is scheduled to have its votes on unionization tallied on November 18th, but Activision Blizzard has asked the National Labor, Labor Relations Board to postpone that tabulation. The publisher filed a motion to impound ballots with the NLRB, saying the count should be postponed until its appeal of a previous NLRB decision in the case can be heard. Activision Blizzard filed this appeal alongside the motion to impound ballots. The publisher wants the NLRB to reconsider a ruling that the Blizzard Albany QA team would be an appropriate bargaining unit, rejecting Activision Blizzard's assertion that a unionization vote should be instead held across the entire studio. Delaying tactics. Yep. Delaying the inevitable. I agree. I agree. I wonder if they're going to go the Starbucks route and just close the studio. Bold move. Actually, I totally could see them doing that. I could, but I don't see it playing well with Daddy Microsoft. Literally, I don't know, like either, either. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I mean, Microsoft is a big company, and they also wouldn't want unionization. But they're also the, Phil said, like, we acknowledge it if it happens. Yeah, like, that's yeah. So it's like, I'm wondering how much of this is like, 
how much of this is Microsoft staying out of it and not saying like, hey, where you guys could you just settle down? Or how much of it like if if it's them staying out of it because they they also are just like we really don't want them to unionize, or if they're just I picture Microsoft just kind of watching going, I let's just see what the fuck happens. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm like just kinda well. glancing over every now and then at the different table in the food court going like what the I don't know, I'll just see what happens, I guess. So like I'm not out. one of those like I'm not getting involved. <laughs> if something starts happening over there, I'm not stepping in. <laughs> I'm not getting involved. Not my problem. Now it's my problem. Moment acquisition. Name goes that reference. Get a dollar. Um dollar make you holla. <laughs> Ooh. Number seven. Round right seven, seven. yes, CFA. Sony's PlayStation VR two will be launching on February twenty second, twenty twenty three. Did you did you see how much it costs? Yes, I did. Fuck, sorry. I was gonna do one of the classics. Guess the price. No, I knew the other day. Uh, the PSVR two will be launching at a recommended retail price of five hundred and fifty doll hairs, according to Sony's blog post. For that price, the box will include the PSVR 2 headset, two Sense controllers, and headphones. A charging station for the controllers will be sold separately for $50, which seems aggressive for a charging station. And they'll also launch on the same day. Uh, The VR headset will also be available as a bundle with Gorilla Games' upcoming Horizon Call of the Mountain for $600. Sony is also doing pre-orders, which some people have received emails for. You can also sign up to potentially be offered a pre-order. Pre-orders are beginning on November 15th. $650 if you do the bundle and and bother to get charging for your controllers. So $550 for the bear bundle. Yep. Uh, That's pricey. That's a lot. It's it's I was reading through a Reddit thread and someone summed it up pretty well how there's like there's clearly two dynamics. There's the console people who are looking at that price going too much, too much. Yep. There's a P there's the PC people looking at that price for, and being like, damn, that's a good deal. Yes. <laughs> like both those exist, but I believe their target is the console people. Yeah. And I think five fifty shoots them straight in the foot. I agree. I, I would if, also guess this is probably going to be 500 and then inflation ticks. They just launch at five fifty, So they don't have to make the announcement of changing the price. Yeah. I bet. If they if they announced or came out with some sort of API or something like that to use it on PC. Money's they, gone. It's yeah. They would sell a fucking boatload of them. I would also put money down that the moment they start doing their winter sales around Black Friday next year. Mm-hmm. Gonna sell. Yeah. They're just not gonna sell for the first half of the year. I think they said um, they plan on selling two million in the first year. That's not happening. I don't think that happened. It's I don't see it happening with the current state of game announced. I see them being close to like half that. If they, I don't know. I think it's missing. So something's missing. I don't know. I think genuous, generously, they would be at about one point five. If Half Life Alex launched day and date. Yeah, there there needs to be more games on PS5 for PS2 
2 VR or PS VR 2 whatever <laughs> or <laughs> just watching the synapses fire in your brain and then just be like what or um <laughs> or it needs to have PC support because then they they hit 2 million no problem yeah i don't know i i'm i'm annoyed i'm you can probably tell by how I keep bringing it up, but I am I am annoyed by the fact that it doesn't have PC support. I think that's kind of... I think they're massively missing it. Even if it works on PC, they're not supporting it to the issue. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it, it's good enough that I think if, if it is, like, even... Like, that was the whole thing with the PSVR, is, like, you could plug it in, and uh, it, would, it would, like, be recognized as a device. Yeah. So, like, even if that's a thing with the PSVR 2, it's... The headset is, is good enough that people will will make it right. themselves. They'll make the software themselves. But like fuck you, I'll do it myself. Yeah. Cause it is it's just better than anything else you can get at like half the price. So yeah. Interesting. Number eight. C D E Entertainment, the Embracer owned business group composed of assets acquired from Square Enix earlier this year, announced it is shutting down its publishing QA team and Onama the mobile developer that rebranded itself last month from Square Enix Montreal. What a kick in the face. Oh, you rebranded? That's the one that I think means uh, name in French. Yeah, it's also Onoma. I 100% added letters to that. That's, that's where I was, I was listening back to myself in my head, and I was like, that's not right. You're the uh, only person in this room who, who noticed or cared. Yeah, it says the guy <laughs> that called me out for Japan and China. That's a that's a little bit different, all right. Come on, <laughs> Mr. Pacific Theater major over here. Uh, the closures will impact roughly two hundred people. Through though, CDE has said it will look to match some of them with open positions within PC and console projects at the remainder of the company. Which is a weird way to phrase that. At the remainder of whatever whatever's left of you when we're yeah. done. Yeah. Uh, CDE has said that the closures will be made as it is focusing its future production capacities on its flagship studios, Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal. I don't... I... Am I... It's unfortunate that people are going to lose their jobs. I just want to say that outright. No, but I got go. a certain... Here we go. <laughs> certain level of glee knowing that a, a mobile po- mobile developer got murdered. <laughs> kind of... That's so old man of me. It, like, it is. I'm trying to think of the old. Uh, I can't remember whose joke it was, so I don't, I'm not even going to make the full reference. But it's just like you wake up, you see the paper, and you go, "Yes, another mobile developer ate it." <laughs> uh, it's terrible. I do step out onto your front lawn and take a sip of that coffee and do the old look at my lawn pose. Look at my lawn. Get, Get off lawn. my lawn, you damn kids. <laughs> Get off my lawn. No, it's unfortunate, but uh, I don't know. I guess it, it makes a statement of sorts for them. Just being like, you know, we're not here for mobile games from in these franchises, at least. Yeah. Number nine. Didn't think I'd be saying another one of these goddamn stories. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is the fastest selling game in the franchise to date. What fucking year is it? Act- uh, 2022. Activision has announced that worldwide sell-through for the first three days 
past $800 million. More than the previous record holder, 2011's Modern Warfare 3. Wait a second, Modern Warfare 2 sold more than Modern Warfare 3? What the fuck? It just, I, the naming scheme fucking kills me. Oh, I didn't even finish the sentence. Uh, so, <laughs> it sold more than the previous record holder, Modern Warfare 3, managed in five days. Amazing. It's the biggest opening weekend in the series' history, and even surpassed two of the year's most successful films. Citing figures from Box Office Mojo, Activision claimed that Modern Warfare 2 outperformed the opening weekends of both Top Gun Maverick and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness combined. Uh-huh. Hey, movies. Suck it. Suck it. Other new records set include the biggest three-day digital sales for the series and the highest number of unique players and hours played in the first three days of a premium Call of Duty release. What does that mean? No mobile here, bitch. Mattress on a rip, mobile killing rampage. Uh, I I like am genuinely surprised by that. I have heard the game's very good. Yep, but I did not expect you know there to be. I, I don't know why. For some reason, I thought like Call of Duty. I was like, ah, Call of Duty can't get any bigger. I didn't think it. Jokes on me, Matt. You fucking. Piece I thought of it shit. would sell just as much. I just didn't think it would break the records. Um, for it for being like the fastest or whatever. I was like, it's still going to sell bonker numbers. So here's the funny thing though. The funny angle is this ongoing back and forth with Microsoft and Sony and call of duty. Yeah. This does not help Microsoft's case. Doesn't hurt it. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that it hurts it, but it definitely, if you ignored the fact of the thing that we'll talk about in a couple of minutes here of what Phil Spencer said, um, it definitely lends some merit to Sony's argument. Sure. And then when God of War comes out, Sony gets fucked all over. Yeah. I mean, that's the fun thing. It's the ping pong back and forth. Yeah. 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 It's just throwing a bag of shit over the fence. <laughs> what it is. I'm not wrong. Number 10, according to Bloomberg's Jason Schreier, Eidos Montreal is in the very, very, very early stages of developing a new Deus Ex. Oh, man, WCCF Tech. Let's go with that. Previously heard rumors to this effect with Eidos Montreal apparently waiting to do what Cyberpunk 2077 couldn't. Shots fired. Eidos Montreal is also said to be working on a new IP. There had been rumors the studio was toying with the with a kids on bikes Stranger Things X concept. Oh god, please no. But word is that's been canceled with the team refocusing on something else. This new IP is said to have been rescoped to reduce its level of ambition somewhat. Interestingly, it seems Idos Montreal is also pitching in to help with Microsoft's Fable revival. These are all rumors, but you know, Schreier's got a record. Keep him busy, it sounds like. The uh, wanting to do what Cyberpunk 2027 couldn't is... Sure, uh, yeah, those numbers were right. Don't worry about it. Is uh, <laughs> kind of like a wild... 
like, all right, did Cyberpunk 2077 have issues at launch? Yes. Did it live up to the hype? Not necessarily. Okay. Is it still kind of a crazy game? Is it out of the scope of Idios Montreal? To, like, beat? Yes. I don't think so. Really? You give them well, more credit than I do. That uh, I guess... I guess I also have Cyberpunk as an actual low bar. Okay. Because of how bad it was at launch. Yeah. I think they could do it, but that being said, based also on their track record, they'd be punching above their weight class. Oh, yeah. For sure. That's that's kind of the way I took this. Like, I, like, you guys I are kind of like... Like, I think they could do it, but I also think that they're punching above their weight class. But I also I would think... say I would say, I yes, they could do it. The odds of them successfully doing it, sure, though, sure, are... Sure. But I also think that uh, the CD Projekt Red punched above their weight class trying to do Cyberpunk to begin with. Mm-hmm. I would love if they could make a Deus Ex that was, Good. I'm doing air quotes here, better than Cyberpunk 2027. And I'm assuming when I say that, I mean in the vein of the statement they're making. Could they not include what's his name? Like do a clean. Yeah, see that I was thinking. Don't include whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, when I heard glasses, dude. I interpreted this like right off the bat as almost like a. I was gonna say like a remake, a but like a re, like a reboot of sorts. Something that's more in line with the original and less um, action adventure. Like, uh, be hard to do cyberpunk to beat cyberpunk and not do action adventure. Well, like. When I say action adventure, I mean like the linear. Yeah, 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 yeah. The linear thing that uh, the newer Deus Ex games had going on. Right. Okay. I get you. I get you. All righty then. What was it? Was Deus Ex and then Human Revolution and Mankind Divided? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just remember there was that. I one of them had that ridiculous power you could get where you, you basically turned yourself into a bomb and shot like ball bearings all over the place. And then he had the sword hands. Oh, well, everybody remembers sword hands. Fucking praying mantis. Yeah. That's how I walked around at the levels. Okay. Just crouch and just... <laughs> For the record, never played Deus Ex, but that's what <laughs> I would do. Uh, they weren't terrible, but they definitely weren't like... every. T- I think I tried... They were a different game. Than... I feel like I tried to play one of them, maybe a demo or something, and I got... Th- like partway through the first level, and I was just kind of like, I don't give a shit about this at all. And I just couldn't get through it. It's actually funny because if 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 they if you would have slapped Deus Ex on Cyberpunk, people probably wouldn't have batted an eye. They'd be like, Oh yeah, this looks like it could be a, a Deus Ex like yeah, sequel, I, like, I believe or, that. or whatever, like to the original. All right, uh, where was every I? now and then I debate re-downloading Cyberpunk. Every now and then. Yeah, I because with all the patches and all the other stuff and everything else, I'm like, maybe. But I like at the same time, I don't really care to go back into the city. Like I've, yeah. I spent my time, I did yeah. my time. I ain't going back. There's a whole slew of games I need to play, but like I'll never get around to it. I'm sure they're just they're all time consuming games. Yeah, that's how, ta- games. That's how time that's how time works. Yeah, yeah, they consume more time than I have to offer. Man starts. My up. time is limited on this earth. Man starts up SnowRunner two again. 
You know what? I I would love to. I don't have time for that either. <laughs> no, because any mission in that game takes you three hours. I know it's really. I I did it once recent. Like when I say recently, I mean like it's like probably, five months ago. Probably yeah. That's that's that. When was randomly I, I saw you on Snowrunner, you're like, yeah, I redownloaded it. Yeah, and I tried to do one fucking thing, and I did it for like three hours, and I said I can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically it. Yeah. I was like, it's not you, it's me. I just can't do this. You had like, to break up with Snowrunner. So that was that. Listen, man, not all of us can spend 45 minutes trying to attempt to drive to a destination only to flip our trucks and then have no choice but to bring out a recovery vehicle this time, and get that stuff. This time, I fucking sank into a lake. <laughs> it was a frozen lake. They fucked you. That's the thing. It's like you get to these situations and you have one way to get there. And it spirals out of control. And it's you have to drive a super fucking heavy log truck over a frozen lake and you go... You motherfuckers. Because that's the only way you can do it. And you start driving and you see the ice start cracking. And you go, you son of a bitch. And then it, it goes in. And then the next thing you know, you're fucking two hours later. And you got eight trucks up there. And it's just a shit show. And there's fucking trucks buried and flipped. And like this fucking tractor trailers up to its axles. And you're just like, I hate this game. <laughs> I hate it, but I want to do it again. <laughs> I just uh, picture you backing in with a crane at some point and then just essentially fishing for your trucks. Like, I don't know where they are. They're somewhere in this ice. <laughs> Generally, like, then you get, that's when you, you get these crazy ideas. We're like, what if I just, like, brought a crane up here and took the load off the trailer and put it on a different one that's not in the lake? You know, it's just like. It's I can just... also picture you attaching a crane to a a tow truck to drop the tow truck near the other truck to then pull both of them back out with <laughs> just like trying to do some weird yeah yeah i mean double i double attach shit yeah that's that's <laughs> i mean you could you, i did debate you do, doing that. you do do weird shit to like a train of just winches to 85 trees just basically <laughs> look like uh thor doing the whole pull back together the the classic move is um wedging your your truck against the giant tree because it won't move it won't move so you can pull you can you can use the full power of the winch without the truck getting dragged in oh yeah you got a yeah big brain move there the more you know (laughs) if you are ever stuck in the woods with a winch and you need to pull somebody else out back your car into the tree behind you (laughs) it won't go around it don't do that don't do that I would love, I would love the same way that you hear some someone, st- you know how they used to, you know, how like Rooster Teeth used to do like the uh, videos of like, uh, immersion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They should do that with, someone should do that with SnowRunner. Yeah. So, well, you know, the, the old watching the NASCAR thing, doing the old video game moves where yep. you start trying to do stuff in real life. I would love to see the clip of that where you see somebody like, how'd you know to get them out like that? Saw it in SnowRunner, just backed my thing up to the thing and wedged it between two trees, couldn't slide backwards. Problem solved. What's funny is in a, a couple of years, I think you're going to see a lot of people who are like driving these giant trucks as like, like psychopaths. Yeah. Skilled because, psychopaths. Because um, I, there's a snow runner subreddit. Of course. Yeah, yeah. And people are constantly posting photos. I like they'll come across like a, the real truck. Yeah. And they'll post the photo of it. And I've seen people buying them. They'd be like, I came across this thing and they only wanted like $10,000. I fucking bought it. And it's just like, I'm just like, oh no. I would, I would love it even more if they went to like one of the companies that needed to do that. And they're like, listen, I've driven this in the game. 
I have okay. an idea where I'm good. We're good. And they're like, all right, man, we'll let you ride with it for a little while and we'll see what happens. And then the guy just like does the does some absolutely like almost a a pinball wizard story where he just does something so good and everybody's like, what the fuck is wrong? Why would you ever try that? He's like, listen, man, just trust me. Put the winch on that tree. I've seen the triangle. <laughs> it's basically, yeah. Oh, God. All right, last full story. It's There's not really absolutely even a full no way story. we're making it through there. That's real. Shut up. I'm going. <laughs> Let me drive. AMD. Hey. Has unveiled their flagship GPUs, the 7900 XTX, and their 7900 XT. The XTX will be $1,000, and the XT will be $900. I want a gag. I want a gag. <laughs> you know we're broken. When people online are excited that it's a thousand dollars, that's the the part that killed me. All right, some quick tidbits. Uh, AMD claims fifty to seventy percent more performance for the XTX compared to the previous flagship. Flagship, the previous flagship, <laughs> the sixty nine hundred fifty XT. Um, it's got a chiplet design, which basically means it's modular. Uh, which is really good for cost savings. So, like, that's why the cards are cheaper. Um, and it, what's neat about it is you can actually use different node processes. So it's f- it's got five nanometer parts and I believe six no- six nanometer parts. Uh, has dual media engines, which supports simultaneous encode and decode streams up to eight K sixty frames for uh, uh, HVAC H. Or, uh, yeah, HVENC. What do they call that? It's HVENC. And supports AV1 encode. It has DisplayPort 2.1. HVENC, no. NVEC is NVIDIA's. NVEC. So it's HE... It's H264 and H265. HEVC, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, The $1,000 card has 24 gigs. The $900 card has 20 gigs. Um, The... Higher end card is 355 watts. The uh, lower card is 300 watts. And, you know, for all those fun people out there, it uses standard 8-pin power connectors. Woo, standard. The AVI thing is actually pretty massive. The encoding thing. Yeah, yeah. That's like an actual massive thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, we'll check in probably once they're... In reviewers' hands to see how it compares for shits and giggles. I don't know. I'm I'm curious. Seems to be like a genuine. I don't think that it'll compete with the 4090. In but even if it gets like somewhat close, it's still significantly cheaper. So it'll be a, a success of sorts. Yeah, yeah. And the power consumption thing, I think, is going to be a bigger deal than people think. Yeah, I mean, the, especially compared to the 40 series. The 40 series are power hungry. Yeah, it's like the 4090 is like over 400 watts, isn't it? It's like 450 yeah. watts, something like that. We'll see. I don't know. Out of the game. That's true. Uh, too too rich for my blood. Yeah, that is that is expensive. I don't have a need for it either. I don't I don't even yeah. play my I'm I don't even use my computer now. I'm not trying to sell a kidney, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I got to buy a new processor first, so processor 5800x3d baby Woo! let's go do team it. do it you won't 
Don't, 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 don't you tell me that. <laughs> Open up my phone right now. <laughs> you can buy it. Number one, questionable things. We didn't write full paragraphs on. During EA's Q2 earnings call, Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer Christopher Su revealed that live service titles account for 73% of the firm's gaming business. He added that digital sales titles make up 66% of full game units sold. Might as well go fully digital. Uh, and in my words, Matt, not surprised. No. They make a lot of money. Number two, Google has brought its Google Play for PC service to seven more countries, including the U.S. The program allows users to play games listed on the Google Play Store via a desktop computer and is now in open beta. Didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah, so you can play mobile on there. Disgusting. <laughs> uh, you don't play games anyway. Number three, early footage from Hideo Kojima's upcoming game. Damn. Murdered. <laughs> <laughs> upcoming game Overdose leaked online, providing the first look at the upcoming horror game. Expect to see the game officially at this year's The Game Awards next month. I and also, that, for whatever name. reason, did you ever, do you know the game Condemned? It's going back a while. Sounds familiar, but... It's a not... horror game where okay. you're basically in a... I don't know if you're in an asylum or whatever. That's like every horror game. You, yeah, yeah. But it just the the same title being like overdose kind of has mm-hmm. it has the same vibes a little bit to me. Yeah. Okay. But it's a deal, so you know it, you're gonna slowly walk around for about four hours worth of cutscenes in the first two minutes, and then uh, you'll eventually get. To I'm more. I'm concerned. I'm concerned because it is Hideo, and this game seems to lend itself to being like a psychedelic trip. So that just means it's gonna be him Movie. going off the fucking rails even more so than normal. Maybe he took psychedelics to write it. What's gonna be wild? It'll be wild if he if it's more of a normal game. That would actually be more insane than it being insane. Yeah, yeah. Think about it, man. Number four, PS Five sales have now surpassed twenty five million units globally, but Sony has lost roughly two million PS Plus subscribers since rolling out their new service changes. I, for one, am not shocked. Shocked Pikachu face. Number five, during EA's most recent earnings call, company CEO Andrew Wilson promised to launch a major IP before they wrap up the current fiscal year, which ends on March 31st, 2023. Many are assuming that is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Jedi Survivor thing. Uh, Nate says he could technically use that to say underground world. Need for speed. Unbound? That one. (laughs) They gotta be really fucking high on something if they consider well i guess for them it is a major ip but for them it is a major ip and they, and when they have to delay star wars out of this year out of this fiscal year they say un- that's unbound the one, that's the one we met unbound becomes a sacrificial lamb yeah yeah that's the one that we met as the major ip 100 percent. don't think about anything else what are you talking about shut up that's Andrew Wilson on the next earnings call huh what shut up <laughs> Number six, HBO's The Last of Us series is premiering on January 15th. Also, HBO has canceled Westworld, and Nate is going to hurt himself. I'll give you a number afterward, then. That's call. Fair. I respect that. Get help. That's a good idea. You should call that number if you ever actually do uh, think about doing that. I, for one, use that as a joke. Poorly. The uh, The January 15th is interesting. It's like a weird window to release. It is, but I think I it's think it'll a good work. window. I think it'll work because there's nothing else on. 
and it's just after the holidays, everyone's burnt out, you just want to sit home and watch something and, yeah. and veg. Yep. It's a good time. I think I think uh I'm curious to see how it is. Same, same. I don't know that I'm gonna watch it. I'm curious to see how it is though. I uh, I will watch it obviously, but I'm a sucker. Yeah, yeah, you are. I have a spine. Nope. <laughs> Just going for the holy shit! I don't even I don't even know what warranted that, but all right, throat for absolutely no reason. Uh, I'm just it's again. I'm just so burnt on the Last of Us that I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. For me, I would it would have to be wait till the whole thing's out because I couldn't. I I can't start that and then go. Man, I wonder what happens next week. Oh wait, I know what happens next week. Like that's where I. That's a good point. I'm just curious to see. I it. I'm hoping it like visually looks good, that the writing is it's not, hard. you it, know, acting, everything. It looks good so far, and right. it's hard for me to comprehend that it might actually be good. So I'm like, I guess I gotta watch this and find out. Oh no, I have to entertain myself with a good TV show. Uh, speaking of which, Andor is fucking amazing. I'll get way. to it. I'm not saying, I'm not harassing you, I'm just saying like, people need to know. Oh. Uh, to be fair, also, if you harassed me, I'd understand. I just harassed you with back-to-back comments. It- I'm also afraid that this is going to be Star Wars' Westworld. Because it's really good. Most critics say it's good. Oh no! Everyone who watches it is like, it's good. But no one's watching it. Because they're like, what is this? It doesn't yeah. have lightsabers in it. Uh, yeah, and HBO canceling Westworld, man, that sucks. Yeah. That's a gut punch for me. I was really enjoying that. I under, I think I understand, but like, man, I love that show. If you haven't ever watched Westworld, man, go watch Westworld. It's so good. I've heard that the season one is one of the best. Uh, yes, like first seasons for a show. Yeah. So. Yep. Well, now that I know that it isn't going to go past four seasons, maybe I'll watch it. And there's a lot of the world like they could easily do spin-off shows with no problem. Like mm-hmm. there's so much that you could just world build on. Yeah. So I kind of eventually want there to just be like a sit down of a behind the Westworld type thing with the writers and everything kind of like what they were going for or whatever, but you're never going to get it. I wonder if they'll do like uh movies, like one-off movies or something like that. Maybe, but I could see them not wanting to do that because all their stories and the amount of like mind twisting and bending that they go for and yada yada are too hard to do in a movie that you're not sitting in a theater for four hours. Okay. Uh, number seven, Henry Cavill is leaving the Witcher TV series after season three. He will be replaced by Liam Hemsworth, and Nate once again is a sad panda. When I first saw that, I thought it was a joke. So did I, because it, I, the first time I saw it was not by a verified account. Mm-hmm. It was just by like some random person, and I was just—it it wasn't even like a. Like a news outlet account that wasn't verified. It was just like some random account. And I was like, ah, man, that's a funny one. Whoa, what do you mean it's real? Yeah. Yep. It's like, man, good thing season four is the last season. Also, that- good thing season three is the last season. Yeah. <sighs> Number eight, Atomic Heart will be launching on February 21st. And if you haven't seen the 10 minute trailer, 10-minute gameplay trailer boss fight thing that IGN put up, you should go watch it, because it looks pretty. Yeah, it does. Looks interesting. Looked smooth, looked pretty. Looked better than Blight. Blight. Which also looked pretty, except used the entire God of War UI, which is really confusing. Yep. 
Uh, Forspoken had a video come out as well, but no one really cared about it, which is interesting. But also telling. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> it, or, well, interesting telling, but also not surprising is what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Like, Forspoken has always just kind of been that, like, until it comes out, no, I don't really care, man, because you haven't shown me anything to make me want to be like, oh, man, I can't wait. Like, other than the fact that it's a, it looks cool, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, every time, by the way, we say Forspoken, I immediately go to Red Dead 2's soundtrack. Except it's, I believe it's Unshaken. Oh, yeah, okay. Every time I go to that song. Number nine. <laughs> Random pause while I find myself. The next main entries in the Witcher series will be directed by CD Projekt Red's head of former head of animation and animation director. All right. I don't know if that's relevant in any way, but... No, probably not. Number 10, Phil Spencer had another great quote this week. Quote, as long as there's a PlayStation out there to ship to, our intent is that we'll continue to ship Call of Duty on PlayStation. End quote. Get fucked. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer's dropping daggers the way I hit you with just insults. Yeah. Everyone, like, people read this, and they were like, oh, that's cool, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, I'm taking that as a fucking threat, man. Yeah, like, yeah. That is, that is very much of, like, yeah? Are you gonna still gonna exist when I'm done with you? Yeah. Basically. I mean, if you do, sure. Here's some Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> Number 11, Square Enix has revealed that Symbogenesis, Symbiogenesis, yeah, that one. An upcoming project that was wildly rumored to be a Parasite Eve related is actually centered around NFTs. Symbo... Symbiogenesis takes place in a self-contained world containing a large cast of characters that can be collected as NFTs, and then you can use them to wipe your ass, because that's as good as they are. Then you can have some real biogenesis on a piece of paper. I love that there was something that people were excited about and they immediately killed shit it. on it. They're just like, nah, nice try. It's terrible. <laughs> and it's garbage. Yeah. So anyway, been seven days. What you been up to? Not much. Uh, watching Andor, listening to some books. Um... That's about it. I don't think anything exciting happened this week. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it generally is. Well, I mean, you know, hey. Um, doobie, what a doobie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have anything. What have you been up to? Uh, wow, pre patch, pre patch. Wow. One weekend. Anything exciting, relevant? There's some dumb shit you can do in pre patch, because like. Covenant are still turned on. Legendaries yeah. are still turned on. So you can just do some absolutely meme-level stupid shit. That was, I'm assuming, what we were watching downstairs with uh, the guys from uh, Limit. Or not Limit. No, they uh, were doing beta and then raid stuff. the fuck are they called now? Liquid. Liquid. Formerly Limit. The, the guild formerly known as Limit. Yeah. Okay. I don't have any Liquid merch yet. And we're about to drop a new expansion. What am I doing? I don't know. You better start buying shit. I don't know. I'll tell you. Yeah, I gotta be a sellout somehow. <laughs> All I'm saying is it takes away from your fucking PC money. What's more important to you? No, I'll just get them to send me stuff. Okay, there you go. Just be like, hey. My name's Tommy Dungeons. <laughs> Tommy Dungeons. 
and I know you want to send Tommy some merch. Uh, and then it's just a boomkin wearing a like horribly misshapen, basically crop top, crop liquid, top, yeah, liquid, liquid tea, crop top, yes, crop top on a boomkin, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> it's gold. It just has the. Uh, do you know Liquid's mascot? Yes. Blue. Yeah. It's just his like his little body is the image on the shirt that's clearly crop topped on a boomkin. <laughs> That's good. It's, That's good. It's stuff. so good. It's so perfect. God. Uh, but yeah, that's that's mainly been it. I've uh, been playing the FM twenty three. Hmm. There it is. Uh, I've been playing beta because the real game's not out yet. Oh, damn beta. Um, but Kenny and I, I think we have agreed this time. Because I started a, a solo save as Man U, and he started a solo save as Arsenal, because we can both move through them faster. And our solo saves. So we think we're going to keep our solo saves as our teams. Because we can get further doing it on our own time. And then do something different for our online one this time around. Mm, okay. Because now we can... Now we can... He can progress his team. I can progress my team. And we can just be doing it all the time. Yeah. We don't have to rely on the other person. And then we get to have the fun of like... Man, I found this kid or this kid. Or, you know, we get to have that... Sharing that while not also competing with each other in the save. But then doing it with just some random teams we haven't dealt with before. Mm-hmm. Where we don't care as much. Because it... We do get the urge to just go back to our teams all the time, but sometimes it's like, all right, well, I got you got to wait for a three hour time difference whenever we can actually sit down and do it, and yada yada. Yeah. So uh, we'll see how that goes. First time I've done a true like Man U solo one ever. I've dabbled in it before, mm-hmm. but I've always played with him. I've never actually like made a true solo save for a yeah. while. So it'll be interesting. Be, yeah. Uh, and then. At some point, probably play a little Gran Turismo this weekend. Maybe a little show in or something. Just mix it up. Yeah, I'm playing Variety. Spice I'm, of Life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, planning. I, I got to do some you know chores around the house and clean, and then uh, do a little bit more organizing of some projects that I want to do that are cheap projects, just like build this type of thing and all all computer stuff mainly. So yeah, that's really it. That's all I got. I don't have anything else. I live a boring life. Hi, I'm Matt. <laughs> I live a boring life. All right. Well, until the until next week, then. Toodaloo. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince—they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and three hundred sixty-five day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.